Good morning. Hey, everyone. So, no, we are not Jason. <laughs> um, Jason is away um, for a couple of days at the moment, and he's asked, um, obviously, a couple of um, guest speakers to come in. So this morning you've got myself, my name's Karen, and this is Lou. Hi. We are coaches with Positive Real Estate that work with Jason. Um, and uh, just a little bit of quick background. So um, we're investment coaches. We work with um, our clients. I've been working here with Jason for eight years now, which has been an amazing ride. And I know, Louise, you've been around probably even a little yeah, bit longer than me. Decade. <laughs> a decade. A decade. Oh my gosh. A decade, so 10 years with Jason. So we're very, I think he, this is one of the first times he's entrusted coaches um, with his with his baby, with his coffee chats, which he loves. So we feel we very have fortunate. A, we just have a lot of fun with this. Quite, what, yeah. what are we going to do? We came um, up with a few ideas what we were going to talk about with you guys today. <laughs> so welcome, Tom. Welcome, Sharon. Good to see you on. Hi, Kevin. Awesome. So you can see all the chats are coming through. So we are completely new to this format. So guys, um, you're going to have to just really run with us here and uh, let us just do this when we can't stuff it up too badly, can we? Um, but we'll, what we want to do today is, and something that Jason asked us to share with you is um, some of the things that we actually do as coaches in our day-to-day role. And one of the things we do is we spend time with our clients and help them find, you know, there's the, the, the small things that they can do to just get a better and better result out of what they're doing with investing. And we've got some really cool tools that help us do that. And one of the tools that we've got uh, allows us to really have a look at what people can borrow with different lenders, what we can shift and change in their scenario to help them maybe get a little bit more money, get to that next property. And I did one scenario with some clients earlier in the week that was just a really pretty powerful explanation and example of just some of the things that you can do when you have something in front of you that allows you to really just test out the different things that you can do before you actually have to put money down. You can't get back and take action and then go, oh, God, that was the wrong thing to do. Um, so we get to build the scenarios and make sure they work first. And then once we've found the right one, we go off and help our clients actually implement them. Absolutely. So it's sort of a behind-the-scenes look um, today and we'll be sharing with you some of the private intel that mortgage brokers have access to, but quite often um, consumers don't. Um, so Karen's got a great model um, that we'll want to showcase with clients, how she broke through and found a way forward. So that's yeah. great. She'll we'll share that. But also do a few nuances as well and look at well, what is the impact of a $10,000 credit card? What if you do get an innovated lease or a car? And, and just look at ways like bank. It's in the media. It's in the news. It's been finance. I've been in property for 30 years now, um, 30 years, yeah. and it's a finance, it's the tightest period of time to get to get finance so Jason's raved about it um, ranted raved same thing <laughs> for, for many years now we're like it's coming it's gonna stop it's gonna lose it it's gonna lose it and you know the credit squeezes here guys um, so you know we can't change the environment that we're in um, but we're certainly very creative and we can know how to jump the hurdles how to navigate through it and over the top of it and that's essentially what we do all day every day isn't it Karen <laughs> pretty clients. much pretty much this is a little bit of a behind the scenes look at our job and you might think that this is great uh, but you might also think oh my god how do you guys do that I could never do that that just looks like insane so sometimes I think we think that too <laughs> all right so I'm going to do a little screen share um, and show you guys just a little bit of uh, what we do here and how we start to break things down um, so if I bring that up um, 
if you guys, if you guys see my screen or is it stopped working? <laughs> um, we kind of got it all going on here because we're actually traveling at the moment in Melbourne as well. And um, we're operating out of a hotel room trying to get all this working. So we've got two laptops and poor lighting and the whole lot going on. So, um, okay. I think it's working fine. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. So you, you, uh, can I just get someone in the chat just to give me a yes? You can see that screen okay? I think you can. I just. Not... Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, awesome. Good. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks very much. Thanks, Luke. All right, so it's called Quickly, and what Quickly does is it allows us to, on the fly, see what banks' clients can actually borrow money from, and as you can see, there's a nice big list here of banks, um, and it's not exhaustive by any stretch of the imagination. These are the banks that are preloaded in this tool, and there's a nice cross-section um, and suite. You can see here we've got the, the lower-end lenders like your Latrobe's, First Snack Peppers, um, we've got the majors in here, ANZ, Westpac, um, and that in there as well. So there's a really good suite of lenders. We can see, you know, on the fly then exactly what shifts and changes clients can make to then be able to, um, you know, change their situation and move forward. So these are clients that I was working with on Wednesday. It feels like a it was longer than that, but it was actually on Wednesday. And we were starting, they've just finished an equity release and they've got the money sitting there now and we're, we're talking about what their, what their next property needs to be, what their purchase is. And I've just taken away their names um, and, so, and take away any personal information about them for you guys so that they're not identifiable. Um, but essentially, this is the scenario. So our brokers work with us on this and the broker gave me back the scenario. So it's got all of their information in it as is today. So their incomes, uh, we've got their current rental incomes. I'll step through this in a bit more detail. And we've got their existing loans, credit card, um, and then their living expenses. So these are all the things that are going to impact someone's ability to borrow money from a lender. Now, I can't see the chat right now, so Lou, I'm relying on you That's for any good. questions. <laughs> um, so at the moment, and this is the scenario I got from the broker, um, in their current situation, the most that they're really able to purchase as, a, as their next property is a property, and if I come down here into the rental income, they've got one, two, three properties that are currently rental properties. They've actually moved out of Canberra, so they've got their home rented at the moment uh, while they're living elsewhere, um, and we'll decide later on what's really going to happen with that, if they're going to move back or not or go somewhere else. I think at the moment their retirement plan is to actually move to the coast permanently. Um, and we've got in here their proposed next purchase. And as you can see, at a $550,000 purchase, they're really working um, with just one lender, which is Latrobe. And we know that when we get into these bottom lenders, interest rates get a little bit less friendly. But long-term game, you know, have the long-term game in mind. Um, we don't stress too much about the interest rates. We just want to see what, what their options are. But if we're dealing with one lender and it's Latrobe, it's, it starts to really narrow down the client's options, their strategy, locations, types of property. It, gets, it starts to narrow it down dramatically. And as we know, as investors, the more choice we've got, the more opportunity we've got, the better our decision-making process can be. So in this scenario, can we can the clients buy a property at 550000 and move on to their next property? Absolutely. Um, however, can we get them a better result? And this is the question. 
So I met with the clients and we looked through a couple of different scenarios like, well, what happens if we can improve income? And both of them said, well, look, you know, I'm kind of getting maybe some bonuses coming through fairly regularly and I can maybe get another $10,000 in my income. So we could increase their income a little bit and we can see straight away we've got another lender now coming into the mix um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So for those of you that are phoning in from the phone, phoning in from the phone, <laughs> dialing in from the phone, um, with Latrobe it's showing 706 borrowing capacity, First Mac, so green means green light, um, so that they can lend and First Mac at 570. They're quite a difference and the next one is 426. So you can see on the screen a big difference between Gateway Eubank at the lower of the screen in red at yes. 196. From all the way and down. So even Bank of Queen, it's ING, Nothing. <laughs> Bank of Queensland, $1,900. Thank you. Well, sorry, 1901 Thank you, Bank of Queensland. Yeah, yeah. Um, all the way up to, so massive, massive difference where First Mac, 570 and Latrobe, 706 Yeah. Um, so Mitch Benson, hi, Mitch. Nice to see you on here. Um, you, it is a subscription. So it is a, um, internal license um, subscription. It's not available to the general public. It's only available to licensed mortgage brokers. Correct. Wow. So, uh, so having a getting increasing income can help these guys a little bit, but it's not going to change their world. So then we started talking a bit more about what their options were, and the one of the properties they've got in Canberra in particular. So anyone that knows Canberra or has property in Canberra knows that Canberra has a pretty high land tax. Um, Thing going on there and this particular property is actually getting quite old it's um needs some maintenance it really doesn't have any depreciation on it and it's at the point where at some point in their future they will need to sell one of the Canberra properties so we decided to have a look at what that might be the better option and we can see here this property in Canberra it's, it's no it's value is 730 but it's only getting 480 a week in rent which is a, a pretty low yield um, and with the, you know, the downside of not really getting any tax advantage out of it, we thought, well, what happens if these guys actually sold this property? What does that open up for them? It has some good equity in it. And um, hey, David. And we, uh, it has some good equity in it. Uh, so they'll be able to use that to um, pay off a little bit of debt. And um, from there, they can – so I'm just looking at chats coming through at the same time. I'll try to just concentrate on one thing at a time. Um, and – what would that do for them in the future? So with this tool, it becomes really easy to start to test the scenario. So let's go, let's uh, remove that property. We're just going to hide it. I'm not deleting it so I can actually bring it back whenever I want to. So I'm just going to hide it and then I'll just go down here a little bit further and I'll take out the loan that is actually linked to that, which is the second loan. So I'll take that out of the mix. And as soon as I do that, Voila. you can see what a difference it actually makes to their to their outcome okay now with the lots of green yeah like. so, so then with the cash that comes out of that it also means that it would be reducing we'll be able to reduce some debt in there too so we'd be paying around about a hundred thousand dollars off this mortgage to start with and again that starts to improve the numbers then if we know that the guys can actually borrow more money we can then start to say, well, if we can increase their purchase price, so in here, so what we do to make this, make our life really easy and not have to keep recalculating numbers all the time, 
or we just set our rental yield at four and a half percent. So we're not doing anything crazy. We're just going to work through some really conservative scenarios here. And then when we start to look at actual properties, we can get more specific with the numbers. Yeah. Uh, Springs me on. Tim had a great question. I suppose the yield of the property will affect the outcome. And yes, it does. So anything that's negatively, uh, so anything that's a low yield will definitely do that. So when coaching and talking about strategy with clients, often it's not always about capital growth. Always it's a matter of, well, maybe you need to go to this market with a higher yield rather than this market because that's going to allow you to springboard into the next property, the next property and the next property. And so behind the scenes, having software like this, uh, I know there's lots of clients online. Change that to a five percent yep. yield right now. You can see, see again; difference. it's already bumped that up a little yeah. bit more. Um, but banks do shave it um, a little yep. bit as well. So you know, if you're looking at Airbnb income or eight percent or seven percent, banks don't take that into consideration as well. So banks, you know, the, what the sliding scale um, between the banks? Some will shave it off to ninety, some eighty, some will even shave it down to fifty percent of the rental income as well. So a good a good mortgage broker will know that. Um, that's really the next level of detail. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's why we just run with the conservative four point five at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, or yield lock. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to go really crazy here and just see what this actually does um, if I want to increase their purchase price. So as soon as I start increasing the purchase price, it is also increasing the rental income in here. So by doing that, that, uh, you can see again that that's now opened up even more lenders because we've been able to bring in a higher rental income as well. So it's quite then if they do get those pay increases into the future, which I won't even worry about today. But you can see how we can start to really test out the scenario. Now these guys haven't sold the property yet; they're not going to sell it anytime soon. What we're now working on is a strategy on how they're going to buy their next property and make all this work in a really comfortable way. But I just thought it was a really powerful example of you know how we can use some tools and get that support to be able to help brainstorm ideas and really pull apart a situation to see how we can actually get a better income, a better result out of what we've got um, to work with um, at the moment. So I think that was helpful. (laughs) Excellent. So I would like, and if there's any scenarios you want me to, um, to drug into the um, screen, please let please pop them into chat. Um, now, so you can see here over here the HEM. Um, so I'll just zoom in a little bit. So HEM expenses. HEM stands for Household Expenses Monthly. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't get it back. Yeah. Zoom um, in. Uh, okay. um, household Expenses Monthly. Okay. So what that means is that the banks assume what your expenses are. So with um, Ubank, for example, they say four nine. Um, it might be that your household expenses is only three grand, um, but they say a little bit higher. So I'd love to look at. Um, you would have heard people say, you know, credit card limits. Um, so for those of you, yeah. you know, so let's add in a credit card and see what difference it actually makes. Because it used to be that if you had a credit card sitting in your drawer um, and you never, and you basically if you paid it off every month and you could show six months history, then you wasn't taken into consideration. But those days are long gone um, since APRA, the finance review. And if you haven't heard Jason talk about it before, even if you've got a um, $30,000, $40,000 limit and you've 
and that's sitting in the drawer have never been used, banks still take that into consideration that it's absolutely maxed out, okay? So, um, you know, I'm just putting a car loan in here yeah. just so we can see what happens in here. So we'll put a car loan, put a credit card and see the huge, the difference what I'm losing my screen. Here. Um, so I've got to, I'll just put a car loan in. 50 Look. grand. I don't know why that's not scrolling for me anyway, okay? Um and so I just put a car loan in. If now often people have higher credit cards, it's oh. a good car loan if you're giving one for five. I'll take that. <laughs> I don't. I have. I don't have that no, kind of debt, so I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me just calculate that. Um, there we go. And that's reducing their capacity again. Um, if they had a, a higher credit card, so often people maybe have like a ten thousand dollar credit card limit. Ooh. Um, oh, yeah. So, again, you can see we're really starting to shorten the list of lenders. You know, if we take out the credit card, we get some borrowing capacity back. If we take out the Seven car loan, six. we're now up to almost a million dollars with yeah. SMAC. So, you know, all that can have quite a, a big impact on someone's outcome. So, cool. Beautiful. Um, okay, Tim's asking, I suppose the further along the journey, you might be limited to certain yields unless you restructure to sell properties to reduce yeah. debts. And just when we talk about selling properties, and I know Jason always talks about buy well, never sell. And absolutely, we are completely, you know, to sell a property is actually a really, really big decision. It's really hard to get property. And when we've got a property, we don't want to let them go unless there's a really, really, really clear outcome for doing that and that's where we can actually test out and we've got a couple of other tools we use separate to this this is just to look at what banks can actually do for for a client we've got other tools and I'm sure I know Jason's showed them on here the passive income calculator so we can then take this and say well if we don't have that property in Canberra but we can get two more properties elsewhere what does that do for their outcome and their long-term results so we're doing that analysis so before they even make that decision to sell a property we're making sure that it moves them forward because if you sell a property and it doesn't move you forward then that's just a huge loss so 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 it's not a decision that we uh, take lightly it's something that we actually um, do with a lot of careful consideration absolutely buy well never sell um, yep. but I amended well, we amended that a few months ago so <laughs> buy it. well sell 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 strategically well. that's it absolutely it Jason and Andy that's their new saying it doesn't flow as well as buy well never sell but that's yeah. right absolutely but, and certainly you know if something's holding you back in life then maybe it's worth looking at um, at way to way to carve forward um, especially with the advantages and disadvantages. I'm going to just stop sharing this screen for a moment. Hang on a sec. All right. Okay. Work out the technology here as we go, guys. <laughs> so, Doing well. It's going um, smoothly. Um, so if we stop sharing, I don't know if it's it stop sharing. I'll yeah. have to actually stop it. But anyway, okay. cool. Um, so this is the Karen and Lou show. So I hope you guys have really enjoyed spending some time with us this morning. We've enjoyed spending some time with you guys. And uh, hopefully we haven't mashed up Jason's uh, Wealth Coffee Chat too much. Uh, thanks, thanks, Jason, for giving us, us, Jason. <laughs> giving us the spotlight. We'll be back. Um, <laughs> so guys, um, what else does Jason say? Good. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And um, have you a know, day, have everyone. a great day. <laughs> Shane in tomorrow. Jason will be back. Thank you.